Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Sans Pants Radio. Sorry we're late. Hey everyone and welcome to today's episode of Why Am I Sad? I'm Joel. I'm George. I'm Ruby. I'm Kat. And we're fine. Hello sunshine, hello blue skies, hello lovely day. Ba-da-ba-ba-da-da-da. So how is everybody? Good? Yeah. I I made a car mistake again. I don't like this. I I was like, I don't want this podcast to become slowly revealing that I'm not good at driving, but Mm. it is. Um I I accidentally like there's a I accidentally like hit another car with my mirror and so I like scratched it. And like looking at it after I hit it, it looked like just like my mirror stuff came off on it. It wasn't gouch or anything. So I left them a note and was like, please, like, let me know. We can sort out insurance and stuff. But it was a Mercedes-Benz and I just really ah. hope they look at it and they're like, it'll buff out and they don't need money from me because oh, that's so much money. Oh, you a nice person. Yeah. <laughs> you just have to think. It's like, does anyone see? Yeah. Is anyone around? I felt bad. I mean, I've had a lot. Of, I've had people hit my car. I had someone run into me at a roundabout and they just drove off like... Ah. Brutal. I've had people, we came outside one day, Joel, and you were like, did someone hit your car? And I was like, I think they did. It's always fun when that happens. Yeah. That, like, again, it happened with me and it is uh, like a shopping center. I came out, I think it was, I saw a film or whatever, and I came out. Mm. And I'm like, ah, ah, good. Someone has hit my car. Yeah. Yeah. In the grand scheme of things, if people had, like, in most cases when my car's been hit, I would have been like, oh, it's fine. Don't even mm. stress. One of them, when the person hit the back of my car at a roundabout and they just drove off, I thought it was fine, so I didn't report it to police because mm. I got their detail, like, their license plate and everything. I didn't find out till it was too late that they'd broken my boot. Oh, that's <laughs> so, like, uh, I can't yeah. open my boot properly anymore. It's very frustrating, mm. but, yeah. How late was this? What? Like, what how late? Too late. How late? Oh, it would have been, like, weeks later. Probably could have still still give it a go. Why not? I, th- yeah. I thought it was like within forty eight hours or twenty four that you're meant to report something to the police. That's oh, but who cares about the police or a though? Lost child or something. <laughs> but even the police insurance is the one that you'd be kind of. Yeah. Look, I should have. Right? I should have. I, so. I don't know. Look, I don't know. I've never really had to deal with. It. I never deal with insurance once, but that's because like a neighbor just like 
slammed into my car, then drove <laughs> off. And I came out and I was like, how did you not hear this? Yeah, Um, yeah, because I crumpled the back of my car. And I was like, come on. That's That's a big damage. You need, and like the insurance excess isn't going to be enough. So like Mm. in that case, yes, leave Mm. a note. So I I, I love that it was a neighbor. And so they, but they still thought they were going to get away with it as they they live nearby. I I was like a a friend of a neighbor. Because then I was like, they left and I was like. Hang on a second. Like, <laughs> walked up to the neighbor, like, huff, 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 huff. Oi! <laughs> Your friend fucked up. Yeah. Um, that sucks, man. Yeah, so mm. they haven't. It, this was yesterday, and I left the note while it was still daylight. They still haven't texted me. So it was, it was one of those things. I looked at it, and I was like, oh, that looks like it should buff out because it went across their light and the back of oh, their yeah. car, <laughs> and it looked like it was putting things onto the car. As I said, it didn't look out. So I took a photo to like mm. be like, this is the damage I did. And I did think it would buff out, but... I just kept thinking of the Mr. Bean disaster movie and how he ruined that painting, and I was like, I just can't touch this car. I'm going yeah. <laughs> to somehow destroy it. So I, I didn't touch it. So they still haven't messaged me yet, so I'm hoping that they saw it and was like, oh, that'll buff out, and it was fine. Did you did you write the note like you were really poor and struggling? No. Like just subtle subtext? Like as in I, it's I, like the, from the pages of a poor child or something like in the, the piece of paper? No. Broken handwriting, like you've broken your hand. Sorry for writing this note. I broke my hand earlier today helping a grandma across the street. Like, no, I have affluent handwriting. Ah, that's your first that was my mistake. Own mistake. That's your first mistake. You're asking and, for it. And it was on like a pre-cut square of paper that I always keep in my diary. I'm very stationary oriented. Oh, no. I think I wrote I think it. you're wealthy. Have- <laughs> All my money goes towards stationary. No, I wrote it and I said, um, I've, I've accidentally hit your car. I'm very sorry. <laughs> like, if you need to get it fixed, like, let me know. Here's how to contact me. We can sort insurance stuff out. Again, I really do apologize. Mm. <laughs> well, that's very nice of you, Cass. Yeah. It's, it's really... Uh, the thing everyone should do. I agree. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I, I, I'm hesitant to call that nice. I would more say <laughs> that not leaving a note would be mean. <laughs> I think this is the standard, and it, you, I shouldn't be called nice for leaving a note for damage. I did. <laughs> but the amount of like people who leave notes with no contact details, like it happened to Tom a couple years back. Someone mm. hit his car and they left him a note being like, call me on this number. And the number didn't have enough numbers to actually be a phone number. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's, That's just rubbing it in. Yeah, it was oh, like it was... a number on there, but it was one short. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> just double Fuck down. it, eh? That's right, fuck you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Leave that note there. I hit your car. Yeah, and you'll never find me. I hit Eat your car. Shit. People are watching. <laughs> and too late, but I wiped this note of my ass. <laughs> and you've already touched it. Oh, fuck. Yeah, double down, <laughs> Just go full supervillain. It's at that point. It's like, yeah, that's that. That's the lie. You know, that's the lie. Yep, I guess I'm a villain now. <laughs> well, that sucks that um, you you hit a car. But yes. um, here's hoping they don't contact you. Yes. Hmm. Maybe it was such a nice note that they were like, "Oh, I'm, I'm you know own a Mercedes and I have so much money, and this person was so lovely. I just don't care." Let's hope. I mean, if, so, if someone hit it sounds my like car, most Mercedes owners. If someone hit my car and they didn't do any damage that it would like ruin my car i'd just message him and be like don't even stress about it yeah i think i, I think I'm, I'm with you like i wouldn't care like it has happened like someone like rear-ended me a bit and but like, there's no damage it was like a little bit of, like minor cosmetic scratches and i was like that's eh, fine whatever enjoy it's like they probably <laughs> feel bad one. enough like, like, i'm so sorry i'm like it, it's fine i don't care I, don't know, I, I think i just don't care about my car 
in yeah. any way, oh, shape, neither. or form. That's why. Um, it's, that's why it's, it's easy to sit there because like, for me, I'm just, like I wouldn't even know if someone hit my yeah. car. Like I just, <laughs> I don't even look at it as I get in. Like yeah, there's probably yeah, bumps yeah. on it. I would have no idea. So. I can't sit here and be like, well, I wouldn't care, so I can't expect them to. It's like, no, I didn't really care. So yeah, like, you I, get I, a like, new one, it's your baby and stuff. Exactly. Things are going bad like, at work. You've got nothing else in your life. Yeah. You know, that's- People put like a lot of care about you know uh, into a car. and I, It's just something that's such a very not a foreign concept like I, I i tried taking pride in my car at one point in my life like i remember like yes it's like, like I, I finally got it i you know made sure i took it to like a, a car wash got it all buffed and all looking pretty and then like the very it was literally the next day i just took it to like i parked it and like, it wasn't close to the shops because i'm like aha no it's it's all shiny and brand new i'll park a little bit further out and i came back and someone had just sideswiped and left oh, <laughs> And I was like, oh, good. <laughs> I, feel I like... guess fuck my life. I kicked my car and ever since then I have not given a shit. <laughs> it's like when you get a nice new pair of jeans and they're your going out jeans and then one day you realise you're wiping your hands on them and it's like, oh. Yep. Yes, these are jeans jeans now. <laughs> and then they become house jeans once they start to rip in like all sorts of weird areas. House jeans? Yeah, what? I've got... You have house jeans? Yeah, so I, I, I have three pairs of jeans and they're all the same pair of jeans. And just as they get older and more worn, I'll buy a new pair of the exact same jeans from the exact same place. And I'm not wearing them now. <laughs> 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 um, because I used to. That's a level of like getting a uniform that I can get behind. Yeah. That's great. I think I feel like, especially if you're a woman, if you find a pair of jeans that works for you, there's no need to deviate from that formula. Oh, Just you keep can't. buying you can't. them. <laughs> so I and I also not only that I so they're my black jeans and mm-hmm. they always rip in the knees and then like the inner thigh region. So as soon as once they rip in the knees, I'm like, oh, I guess these are my jeans jeans rather than my nice jeans. And then when they start to rip in the inner seams, I'm like, house jeans. <laughs> Time to clean my room in these jeans, those I mean, sorts of jeans. And then I bought them in what, every color as well. That's what trackies are for. They're the house jeans. Yeah. I, if, <laughs> jeans fancy are... fancy word for tracks. <laughs> exactly. I'm in my house jeans. Can I come out in these? <laughs> and I actually used to be in exclusive jeans, whereas I only recently switched to like trackies like getting home and actually changing your pants always seems so crazy to me i used to sleep in my jeans i used to think (laughs) when you you say you slept in your dreams i know right i never used to wear i sleep sleep in my jeans (laughs) no excuse me but like when you say you sleep in your dreams do you mean i sleep in my house jeans aka i sleep in my tracksuit pants (laughs) no no i used to when i was younger I used to, like, I thought my jeans were so comfortable and I'd just sleep in them. Like, they were so comfy. They fit me so well. And then I, uh, as one does when they're 15 and then get older than 15, grew. And then they were not as comfortable anymore. Mm. And then I got embarrassed and refused to buy any bigger sizes because that's how the mind of a 15-year-old works. Correct. And um, I don't sleep in my jeans anymore. I do have nice jeans now, but I also grew out of them. <laughs> so I don't sleep in my jeans anymore. And I get home and I'm like, oh, time to take off the shame cylinders. <laughs> just, I just, I, I got a voucher for my birthday mm. for my friend's dad. And he was like to my friend, what, what, is, what does Cass need for her birthday? She was like, she keeps growing out of her clothes and all of her clothes make her sad. So do with that what you will. So he bought me clothes voucher. And I was like, thank you. <laughs> so I get to go with my clothes and fit me. Well, that story was about to go. So he bought me some jeans. <laughs> he bought such me. a risky move. He took me jeans shopping. My friend's dad. <laughs> on the on the weekend, I because uh, I have been feeling pretty crook. I had to end up having like a nap in the middle of the day or like a sleep in the middle of the day. And I was in bed, and like I I took my jeans off in bed, 
And then like just had like the jeans like oh, feeling on my feet while I was mm. napping, and it just it just felt very nice. I don't know how to describe this feeling. I don't know if it's an odd feeling. It's like it you just don't like, care. Yeah, yeah it's like just... I could like brush up and like my feet could touch the belt, and I'm like that just feels nice, and it was good for my sensory self. Wait, so did you wait? Did you take your pants off but left them around your around ankles? his ankles? Oh, yeah, that's no. What no. Oh no, what? you take them off completely. Yeah. Oh, I thought so you meant just oh. you like half took them off, and I was like, I wish. Why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just had a bundle at the end of the bed being like, mm, this is nice. That's fine. That's not, that's not got, anything bad. I got really upset nice. thinking of you like half in bed. I was picturing, yeah, I was picturing that. Like you were in the toilet but you are in bed. Like you're saying, <laughs> like, Pants around my ankles, just going for a walk, falling yeah. over, face first in the mirror. Crap! <laughs> I was like, you are describing a baby and sensory play. That's what yeah, you are. Yeah, basically. I just, uh, yeah, this weekend I ended up having a, a wonderful migraine. <laughs> Which uh, lasted till this morning, um, and and yeah, so that was that was my weekend, just like experiencing textures, I guess, with my feet. Um, <laughs> Sounds like a good weekend, yeah, just to kind of feel something that wasn't pain. Um, <laughs> but I have to say, give credit. Did you call jeans shame cylinders before? <laughs> Only the small ones. <laughs> Only the ones that don't fit me. <laughs> Every other jean, uh, pride cylinders. I look amazing. Pride cylinders. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. We've got house jeans, we've got pride cylinders. Life hack. If you buy clothes that fit you, you look really good. (laughs) (laughs) That's my biggest problem because I'm really short. So everything is ill-fitting just enough to look like I've, like, borrowed my mum's clothes. Like a a child-wearing adult (laughs) clothes. Um, And I always buy things with the the intention of then being an adult and getting them tailored, like going Mm -hmm. and getting the cuffs taken in and things like that and the shoulders reduced a little bit. Um, you're looking at my I'm baggy shoulders right now. <laughs> but I never do because I'm a lazy, lazy human being, so I just have, like, cupboards and cupboards of ill-fitting clothes. Oh, <laughs> I, I know the feeling. I went to the shops the other day, and I've, I think I've been telling, because um, Jill and I do a D&D podcast, I was telling some of the other people in the D&D one, I was like, I've got a really short torso, so it's hard to find, like, tops that fit, and they were like, that's not real. And I was like, it <laughs> is. And I went to the shops because um, it was my birthday. I was like, I'm going to buy a birthday outfit because nothing else fits and I'm going to feel amazing on my birthday. And um, I found a shirt that was perfect. If I put my like shoulders up near my ears, it fit. And if I didn't, it like the shoulders stuck up like inches. <laughs> just not- that doesn't sound perfect at all. <laughs> no, no. I tried it on and was like, that's upsetting. And I didn't buy it. Fair enough. This is- yeah. Short torso, is le- sad. short torso is a legitimate, like, I don't know. If, you- if you're short... Tops don't fit as well as pants. Huh. Don't they have like clothing for that? They have the don't petite they... section at some yeah. stores for yes. people who are five what foot three or under. For? Yeah, no, no, without tailors, like for, like they're just regular clothing for people like some, under five yeah. four. That seems like not that under five three. Yeah, and that's petite <laughs> clothing, and then it does fit you properly. But ah. it's a smaller range, and for whatever reason, they make the clothes different. They make them look different. I just want to wear regular kids' clothes. You laugh, but I've got a friend who's five foot and she's really petite and she has to buy in like the kids section, like the adolescence section. But cheaper, yeah? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, but she's also like a grown woman and it's But cheaper, yeah. (laughs) That's yeah. That bottom line. Look, I, as, a, as a short, dumpy, fat man, um, I feel your pain, Casks. I'm like, I love these jeans. They're real long. I should take them in, but I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna roll them up. And if you walk around in bare feet, it, you look really cool and like 
mm. carefree. Ooh. You got like longer jeans that get a bit frayed at the edges, cool in the early 2000s. <laughs> <laughs> the absolute worst is, I don't know, Cass, you've probably experienced this. I don't know about you boys, but when you buy play suits or jumpsuits and they look really good. (laughs) Play suits? As in like Like the onesie thing, the onesie things. A onesie (laughs) but for outside. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, like overalls. Yeah, yeah. I love that you think that we might own one of them. Do you own any? Thank you. I I wish I was cool enough to wear that. Boys are so Anyways, if you're really short and you put them on, like the crutch <laughs> will end just above your knee. We're talking about rompers? Yes, yeah. rompers. But that's okay, the American, I'm a big that, fan of a romper. That's an American I term for it. I don't know if I could pull it off. I just don't know. Well, I can't there's because apparently my crutch should end at my knees. So <laughs> it doesn't fit. <laughs> yeah. Just because I'm like. That's a long crotch. Yeah, yeah. it's because, like, again, my torso is mm. short. So it, it, it's, it's mm. guessing your average height. <laughs> and it just. <laughs> It's just like a drop hand. Oh, yeah, and if they're, like, cinching at the waist, you pull that up to your real waist, but then the cinching doesn't happen because there's too much excess fabric and you just look like a cylinder. <laughs> yeah, essentially. Yeah, I, I, just, I just feel like I would look like a lumpy hot dog. <laughs> I can't oh, then you should get now. a big big jumper so you can be, like, have... Oh, sorry, a big fluffy jacket so you can be, like, a bun. <laughs> a hot dog. Everyone should wear rompers. They're very fun. They do sound. I've always like occasionally try and branch out in terms of clothing stuff, but I usually just stick to pretty basic. You'd, pretty- look, you'd look too cool in a romper. <laughs> yeah. You you'd would. put a romper on, I'd be like, God, you he's a model. You've the kind of body that would fit anything and look <laughs> good in it. Well, yeah. please buy nah. a romper. You'd look amazing. No, I will stop. take photos of you. I'll <laughs> put it on portrait mode. We'll get you in front of like a body of water. Yeah. Get you in some boat shoes. Get you that yeah. sweet ass trench foot. You look amazing. You're basically like George Clooney in that. Even in a bad suit, he looked good. Yeah, this yeah. is your challenge this for is... the week, George. Go <laughs> buy yourself a romper. Yeah, everyone buy romper. ourselves a romper. Amazing. But you can't really wear that more than like once, right? Otherwise, you're like the romper guy. Then <laughs> that's and what's Can... wrong with that? Yeah. Well, I've got to change being my whole outfit then if I'm the romper guy. Got <laughs> a different style, guy different with a romper. <laughs> Maybe I should get a romper. You now, should get a. You'd look so good at a romper. Legitimately, one that has like cuff sleeves and cuff shorts. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm actually struggling to picture what a romper is right now, but I'm going to get one. Oh, That's we'll, it. We'll yeah. find one I'm after on the board. show. Yeah. I'll Google a good one for you. Yeah. See, because like I, well, you know, like, do you guys use ASOS? Yeah. How good is it? It's, it's the best very, thing ever. It's so like in, I, my favorite thing about ASOS is sending back ninety nine percent of the stuff oh. I get. That's my favorite. Like I love I've, getting I've, like fifty things and sending back forty nine of them because then I'm like I am being selective. Ah, so like, uh, the people in this house, like uh, uh, Jack and Adam, they use ASOS a fucking lot, but I, I've never used it. Really? No, it's really good. It's so good. Mm, maybe I should. Maybe I should. But you got to make think- sure you like get. Multiple sizes in the same outfit, so that you have to send it back because otherwise you will be lazy and not send it back. Like, that, that does mm-hmm. sound like me. Yeah, yeah. So you got to like make sure that you. There's no logical reason for you not to send it back. Okay, cool. I'm like, not sure if I've bought anything off ASOS either. Actually, hmm. the iconic or something else. I don't know. No, yeah. no online shopping. I've whatsoever. done. I've done some online shopping. <clears throat> I accidentally bought from the one that's located in England. And then I was like, cool, I'll have something fun for the weekend. And then I thought I was buying <laughs> off an Australian site. And they were like, your p- package will be shipped in a week. And I was like, cool. Good. 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 good Maybe that'll be our challenge. Let's buy things off. We're <laughs> <laughs> just buying clothes. Buy things. ASOS is Australian, yeah? Uh, no, I think it's English, but then it's, it's now in Australia. warehouse yeah. in Australia. Okay, yeah. good. No, no. We're supporting local jobs. Mm. I'm a big sort fan of, of that. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> All right. That's, but yeah, no, that's what you got to do. That's, that's what I'm saying. Even with your... Difficult clothing options. I would say just buy a million things of ASOS and send them all back. 
Because if you do it fast enough, you can just like literally max out the credit card. They'll pay it all back straight away. So it's like you're not. And they have a petite range. <gasps> For the smalls, yes. Yes, you can just filter. You, like, type in what you want and, like, a gazillion things come up and then you click petite and then it narrows it down to, like, 100. (laughs) But they're there. See? That's it. I can do it. I don't have to walk around with my shoulders up to my ears being like, this fits. (laughs) I'm pretty. (laughs) All right. Well, you've had car trouble this uh, this week. So, Rubes, how are you going? Good. Yeah, Yeah. good. I, I... You've, um... So, last week... Episode, uh, <clears throat> you didn't have that air of stress that I've come to associate with you. <laughs> the and general you were very, aura. Yeah, that very, I'm like, oh, something's changed. She looks very calm. She's relaxed. I'm guessing yeah. she's very excited that her dog and, to a lesser extent, boyfriend is coming. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, awesome. That's there. She looks very, very happy. Today, you look like you have a permanent scowl that you're forcing not to have. Um, <laughs> it just seems that you're about ready to snap. <laughs> How's things? <laughs> things are fine. I'm just really busy. I'm working. I like just worked five days and I've got, this is my day off. And then I'm going to work another six days. Right. So yeah, right. just really busy. And then I move into my new house next week and I haven't done any packing because I don't have any time off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Great. Good. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Where's that stress level? It's like, I mean, it's nothing like it was at the start of the year. It's like a it sounds. <laughs> Yeah, it's like a 60. It's 60. like a 60. That, this is 60? This is 60. Yeah, 60. Fuck you. <laughs> God, you were stressed at the start of the year. I was. <laughs> I was. I know this stress is just temporary because after next week I have, I've booked time off work. Oh, that's good. So I can actually like properly move into my house that's and so like good. spend time with my significant other when he migrates from the other side of the world. How long is that now? When's that? Uh, it's like 10 days away. Ooh, <gasps> that's so exciting. Yeah. Very exciting. So that's going to be good. It's just all the lead up to that. It's mm. gonna be like it's just a lot of organizing. Yeah, I've got to like call. I've got to call and like set up my electricity and my water, and I've got to open another bank account, which uh, I didn't do because oh, I didn't have any time off between <laughs> 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 now and when we last recorded. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That's fine. That's yeah. fine. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. So this seems like a temporary stress. Thing. It's just a temporary stress. I know it's gonna go, and then and then I'm also gonna be moving close to the beach. And there's something about being near to water that is really good for your mental health. So no, I'm with I'm, you. I'm just going to walk out every morning and just take in the sea breeze. Is that how close That's you are? Oh, yeah. Jealous. Like, you can see the beach from where you're... <coughs> That's the best thing ever. That's so oh, good. No, we, I, oh, my God. That just sounded like my house is way better than it was. No, I'm like, I'm like a couple of streets away. I'd have to walk around the corner. Oh, That's still pretty yeah. good. Garbage. That's <laughs> worth a walk. Yeah. What? Pish posh. Five <laughs> minutes? Yeah, well, I look at me. I'll have to walk five minutes to <laughs> see the beach like some kind of riffraff peasant. I miss the What's days it like of being poor? When I could <laughs> open my door and mm, there, was, there was the ocean. It's uh, hard for my constitution. <laughs> How do you people live having to? Walker, 50, 50 <laughs> meters, you said. Outrageous. I cannot believe people live this way. Feature only be used for kicking about in the streams. <laughs> Walking to the beach, bar, blasphemous, two yeah. feet. Pish, pish force. No worries. I still drive as well. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right, my lord. I have to run six different jobs just to uh, afford a, a snifter of seawater. But I guess, <laughs> yes, walking 50 metres is, uh, is quite hard. Yes, my lord. I'm sorry even bringing it up. Anyway. <laughs> And Bite. what about you, Zach? <laughs> <laughs> Aside Bite. from the migraines. Bite that rip snake off of the head. Yes. Um, <laughs> the improv class is going well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
let's see. Um, I think it's going pretty well. Like, uh, I, I had a migraine, so of course, when that happens, uh, everything is just very emotional. So I'm just sitting there, like, and I think, as we said a couple you know, uh, weeks back, it was uh, when you're in a like, long term relationship, it's just kind of like it's the those little tiny moments where you just kind of like, I just, I just miss the other person. And so when I, and this like height of a migraine, I was just like, everything's <laughs> falling to pieces and your head feels like someone just got a hammer just rapidly tapping in the, in the left side of your brain you're kind mm-hmm. of like I just want someone to hug me <laughs> um, so that was a lot of fun and I think last night I just got to this point where I'm like you know, day two of this migraine and just kind of feeling very much sorry for myself being like I hate it's like 4am because of course I make bad decisions with my life mm. and I'm like yeah and you know just kind of like I just miss you so like, that was, that's been a lot of fun uh, <laughs> for this handsome boy um, that was this morning it's so funny <laughs> talking to people who've had a mental breakdown earlier in the day yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that was, that was 4am this morning 4 I just you <laughs> <laughs> And they just like all normal and happy. It's like a few hours later. I uh, know the it's brain great. is beautiful, and that's <laughs> it's just yeah. It's just like it's, it's those things where you kind of just kind of as you, you you're very aware, Ruby. It's just those those little tiny moments in your life you just wish you were sharing the good and the mm. bad uh, and that kind of stuff. And that's sort of it's not like it's not getting to me. It's just that thing where I'm just <laughs> like, it sucks. And yeah, it's temporary and like. Uh, it's not around the corner like the 10 days for you. It's still about a, a month and a bit away. Um, but it, it's it's sort of yeah having to come to terms with that kind of stuff. Like this is the normal for now. Yeah. And hopefully it'll be, you know, uh, won't be that normal for that much longer. But that's the kind of normal. And it, and it sucks. Nothing you can do about it. But it sucks. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
makes you feel any better. Imagine having no one. can't miss something if you don't have it. <laughs> You've never had it. Um, what? What's that like, George? Oh, it's pretty good. You know, it's like, you know, you just chill out and do mm. nothing and, you know. That's nice. Yeah, you just kind of sit on your own and, you know. Just be a stoic, silent person, just copping things. I was actually talking to, like, I was talking to a friend actually recently. Um, he was, uh, I don't know if this is going to be a funny story to other people, but like, when, you have, a, when, you, have a, when you have a big night for <laughs> doing whatever you do, the yes. next day, that is the one time I've found where it's like having an, uh, another person there just to hang out with, just mm. to chill and pig out on disgusting food and do whatever you do and like watch movies. Like, that's the best, that's my favorite day. That's my favorite day. Out of like, so I look at journal, like I journal and like I was in the last year, my favorite days were those ones where it's like, it wasn't a significant other, but it was another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it just fluked it. That happened to be on that day. And I'm like, that was the best day ever. So much fun. And I was talking to my mate about it because he'd gone out of a very, very long relationship that had gone very bad by the end. Um, and he tried to make it work for very, very long. But he's like, yeah, man, that's one of the worst things. Like we didn't even enjoy those days. He's like, she would feel so guilty about not doing something on those days. And because she'd be crazy and overthinking it she'd want to go out so we'd be out in peak hour traffic both feeling like garbage and getting angry at each other because she felt bad sitting at home instead of just like embracing the filth mm. this is what you really should do on a day like that 100%. and they just be yelling at each other and I'm like that sounds like the worst thing what's the point of a relationship if you can't have that it's the only point is those days oh that's so cute I think, I think god that's beautiful I think the point is you've got to find someone who is compatible in how you want to live your life like the sort of lifestyle you want it kind of I feel like interests are secondary because mm. you can always like introduce each other to like things you're both interested in and you can have your own interests as well separate from the relationship mm. but you you want the sort of same like attitude to stuff yeah. you want to be able to have similar values and and enjoy those things together so you need to find someone who's like I don't want to get up and do everything Right after we've had a big night, I want to mm. just like relish in the just mm. being super lazy. And some people would hate that. And then that even if you have loads of things in common, that can make you <laughs> in- incompatible. Like, yeah, 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 you want someone who you can enjoy life with, and your life isn't your interests; it's how you live it. Mm. Oh. That was beautiful, Cass. Oh, Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> My um, book's coming out in December. <laughs> <laughs> but when you don't have anyone around, you just feel bad. Oh, yeah. that must be fun. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah. Then, then you just go to KFC on your own. Yeah. <laughs> Get some wicked wings. Feel all right. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Get a nice gay time crusher. Woohoo. Oh, yeah. Mm. Have you ever had one of these gay time? Oh, they're good. What else? So I've good. never had a gay time. You never had a gay time crusher? Oh. It sounds right up my alley. Like, oh, I love man. Golden gay time. Golden gay like, time. We talk about chalk tops and how great chalk tops are. No, yeah. Fuck that. Golden gay time. Yes, please. I come so this good. Every- Challenge for yeah. next week, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Gay time crusher is literally just the gay time mm-hmm. turned into a shake. It's it's exactly that. They're like, amazing. They're, they're super so great. good. Do they have gay times in other countries? No. no. Oh, so this is going to sound really <laughs> yeah, bad. Anyway, no, there's, gay times. there's a delicious ice cream in Australia called a Golden Gay Time gay Crusher. Time. Sounds great, anyway. Actually, yeah. Yeah. to be honest. Yeah. Uh, so go out and get a Gay Time Crusher. Then go to KFC and get a Gay Time Crusher, um, and just have yourself an amazing time. But no, they're a, a delicious, like a caramel biscuity with honeycomb. Honeycomb, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're amazing. And if you ever come to Australia, uh, please go and try a Golden Gay Time. That's got to be there. one of our best. Oof. That's things. our best. That's ice our cream. best ice cream. I'm mm. calling it. Yeah. Chop tops are amazing. Don't get me wrong, but a golden gay time. Golden gay time <laughs> is top of the list. It's I will special right. mention to a Milo scoop shake though. Mm. 
Ooh. Yes. I don't know how you can be putting that in the same category. No, it's... special mention. It's special not in the same category. <laughs> it's like the, it's the, also ice, there. It's the ice cream there. of Australia is a golden gay time, but there's something very special about on a hot day having something that reminds you so much of like your childhood. It's a bit like, it's a bit of a cheeky sneak, you okay. know. Okay. Okay. Special mention. It doesn't win a prize. <laughs> <laughs> special yeah. mention. Milo is a, well, that's in other countries. Yeah, is that Australian? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, it's, like, it's Australian. Uh, it's it is like, Australian, but it is in other countries. Like, I think it's also like pretty like big in Malaysia for some reason. Oh reason. yeah, yeah. Actually, How do it is. You know that I just no, it, it is. I got like a Milo that was like they did it so they put ice <coughs> on the top, but it was hot. So mm. as you drank the drink, it went from a hot Milo to a chilled Milo. Ooh. The coolest time of my life. Yeah, I don't know how they probably magic. Just ice and hot some water. kind of magic. S- magic. <laughs> I thought it was really cool, but Milo is delicious. It's like a malt drink. I feel like it's chocolatey, but it just isn't. It's just yeah. malt. Okay. Um, and then a Milo scoop shake is Milo ice cream. Milo is like so it, – it's chocolatey, but it's so malty. It's like veered away. It's like on the brink of the two, but mm. it's it's pretty malty. Yeah. It's so good. God, it's I, I brought a giant like tub of it over when I lived in the UK <laughs> so I could have malty, malty goodness. It's oh, good. It's very delicious. God, how good is just eating it out of the tin? Because like you eat- – <laughs> Say like in the like when you fill the milk up and you're kind of sitting on the top, you get that nice layer, and then you eat that. That's but like straight out of the tin. How is that any different though? Because it's different. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you, well, all you're doing there like is you're shoveling sand. Yeah, in you're mouth. just shoveling sand. Oh, you got like a little bit of moisture in there. Like yeah. yeah, but it's good because it's not like sand. Milo is delicious and it tastes nice, and it sort of is a bit dry, but you're like <laughs> chewing it. It's a bit. Oh god, it's good. <laughs> you just you just can't put too much in. You, can't, you just can't be greedy. It's a good like test of like. You know, resolve exactly self control as self-control, well. Self control. Yeah. You sort of like. You, how can you talk about self control when you're eating Milo straight out of the tin? Because I don't fuck around spoon. with milk, George. I know what I want. <laughs> it's like a scale of self control. It's so yeah. much indulgence that you can't even bother with the milk, but not so much that you're going to put like a tablespoon in your mouth because you'd probably choke and die. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so so self control here is survival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a level. It's a it's a sliding scale. Look, of what will kill me? Okay. Okay. Back that up a little. Put that in yeah, my mouth. Yeah, that's it. No, the only thing like, stopping me is death. That's it. You're sort of like, okay, so they suggest you put like one or two teaspoons of like Milo in your milk. That is just frankly not enough. Although Everyone 100%. That. That's like, ridiculous. It's, it's not Come enough. On, but yeah, you need like six or like six tablespoons. But if you just apply it directly from tin to mouth, you're not wasting any empty calories on the milk that you feel like you should be putting in because you want X amount of Milo. It's not watered down with the milk either. It's you're just drinking it how it Milo. should be. Yeah, you're getting Drinking it anymore. It's you you <laughs> get chewing. what you want without lying to yourself and being like, oh yeah, milk, I'll put milk in it's a drink now. You put six tablespoons in so you can taste it. Just put four tablespoons in your mouth and then you're Wait, having less. Do you think people are using milk because they have to? You just said you were. <laughs> because you want to, because that's how you do it, so it's nice. Hmm. <laughs> opinion. <laughs> How do you eat Nutella, Cass? Oh, man. I don't th- oh, my God. I'm not a fan, but out of the jar. <laughs> so, like, I don't really like it. I don't like All it right. with anything else except by itself, but I would I never just, just buy it to eat it. All right, cool. That was just a quick question. Yeah. And just to see if there was a, a correlation. No. Nah, yeah. N- Nutella's too oily. It's a bit gross. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Controversial. Just, and the idea of putting it with bread and stuff, that's worse. What? Yeah, oh, Cass, I was so on board with your opinions until now. <laughs> it's, it's yucky. Don't have it. <laughs> 
is Milo vegan? Is mm-hmm. it? I'm going to ask you because you're know. a vego. I don't know if Milo's vegan. Because, like, isn't that, like, a good maybe? option for, for vegans? Like, you just forego the milk altogether but still enjoy the multi-taste of Milo by just spooning I mean, it straight you know, into their vegan mouths. other stuff like soy milk that's real nice or almond milk Active, if you want. Oh, yeah. my God, that Nutty Bruce stuff. Mm. Ugh, take yeah. my money, Bruce. Really? I do not like it. Really? Yeah. It's not vegan. <clears throat> it's not vegan. What? Nutty oh, I'm Bruce. so Milo. Oh, like That's my, sad. I'm like, hey, milk isn't vegan? What? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not a big fan of the Nutty Bruce stuff. I tried some. It was like, mm, not for I me. I wonder if That's Milo like the... would be nice with water. Mm. Oh, oh, actually, okay. Okay. I'm <laughs> 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 so upset, but I couldn't say anything because I had coffee in my mouth. And when I say coffee, I mean like I had a liquid drink of coffee and just spoon coffee in my mouth. Like, <laughs> we have to clarify that from now. <laughs> You're not that so same I was from eating my the spoon of coffee. Yeah. <laughs> That scene in George of the Jungle. Oh, my God. Where he's just scooping the coffee into his mouth. That boy has just come from the jungle. The only comparison he has with coffee is dirt. <laughs> Why did he do that? Hungry. Oh, wrong boy. <laughs> uh, no. Okay. Something I secretly love. And it's like one of those, you know, you've got those childhood like, oh, I got to eat that now. Mm-hmm. Is like um, having M- Milo made with hot water and a dash of milk. So it's like you're on camp. For whatever reason, that is deeply satisfying to me, and sometimes mm. I crave it. Other times, I'm like, "Do not put that near me. That's disgusting." What about real <laughs> watery cordial from like a four gallon jug, that's <laughs> like very pale orange? Yeah, yes. you get that at like Auskick and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bonus yep. points if the jug is like being sponsored by but McDonald's. McDonald's. Yeah, yeah, we used to get them for our PE classes. <gasps> yeah, 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 so cool. Yeah. Is that just like it's cordial, but not really? <laughs> it's like yeah, it's water with a susson of cordial. <laughs> It's a trick children into getting hydrated. <laughs> yeah. I, I get kind of against any flavouring in my water these days. No, it's not the same. Oh, yeah. just... I much prefer just like... Actually, just I... Soda water with a touch of lime. Oh, spicy. That is quite nice. Yeah, very good. Although you've got me onto this really lovely like drink, which is just uh, soda water, uh, frangelico and lime. Yep. And that sounds fucking wonderful. tasty. It mm. is divine. I ordered that a lot of times when I was in the UK and got so many odd filthy looks. Why? <laughs> I know. Oh, yeah. Filthy looks from the people who don't know yet. That's, exactly. They're in the first half of their life and you've progressed to the second. So you really can't. <laughs> they're not on your level and you can't take what they're giving to you as personal because they don't know. Exactly. They just don't know. Ignorant. <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of ignorant people. <laughs> um, they yeah. everything, really. Yeah. yeah. But yes, um, okay. He, like, talking of desserts and pigging it out and stuff, uh-huh. how good is when you feel like this is the thing when you're feeling down when you have a huge night or whatever. That's my version because I had one a couple of weeks ago. Um, Can you clarify what do you mean by huge night? Do you mean like, like going out and drinking? Seven a.m. and like yeah, seven a.m. Yeah. being out all night and partying and all that stuff. And, you know, not sleeping a whole lot, but waking up the next day and just being a mess, and just yeah, lying yeah. there around. How good is like guilt-free pigging out all day? Oh. <laughs> You know, it's like, I don't know I'm... if I have that, George. As a historical overeater, uh, <laughs> everything I eat it mostly comes with an association of guilt. That's not, that's not if for everyone, I think, but there are certain days you're like, all right. Yeah, you're free reign today. This is don't have it's like your birthday, I guess, or something. Oh, you can do that. Have some days. I reckon there's. I reckon there's the days. <laughs> like, sometimes, yeah. sometimes you Wish. know in your body, like you're craving a particular food, and I'm very much like, if you're craving something, your body needs it. 
So not in every case. That's of... the day she started smoking. <laughs> no, but... If my body wants nicotine, I'm going to give it. So... Don't smoke. Don't vape. Don't do anything. But heroin's fine. If my body wants heroin, yeah. that's fine. That's, you know, it's good. No. Give in to all your addiction. It's you know you, how, like, if it you... really wants it. So it must really be good for you. It's like if you're craving something sweet, it's like maybe I need fruit and you have fruit and you feel a bit energized and it's like maybe like, well, it feels like something savory. It's like, cool, I'll have like... You know, mm-hmm. listen to your body. Don't always take it literally, but sometimes you're like, I just need greasy food and you start eating it and you feel a lot better and you're like, yes, I know that feeling and it's so deeply satisfying when you eat the food and you're like, yes, I needed this. Yeah, it's good. And you feel better immediately. <clears throat> yeah, it's just the feel, yeah. But, I to say, but then I've actually come around a bit to like being like, sometimes you crave it and it's like, you want it, you're, you feel good for the three seconds you're eating it and then afterwards you feel so bad. Well then, yeah, you just got to like, figure out what. You got to figure out, yeah, I'm saying it sometimes, yeah, yeah. I've come around. My favorite hungover thing is pho, definitely. Oh, that's yeah. the that best hungover. If you're feeling any sort of unwell. Yeah, that's the best. It's I feel the, like that's not down. like indulging in bad food. Though. Oh, like, no, that's, how that's how great is a day when you're like hungover and you just indulge in, in like, like... Edamame. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, no, that, that's what I'm talking about for regular hangovers. What I'm talking about like when you're pigging, that's when you that's the KFC and stuff. Mm. Like, pho is so good though. It's oh, so good. So good. So delicious. Yeah. You feel healed from the inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm a big fan of like like the like pho ramen and laksa. Like that, yeah, so good just, to mm. me. That's a good time. The I best drink part about food. going mm. to Vietnam is that like everywhere you go, every like cafe or like hotel or whatever, they will just have pho available for breakfast. And there's mm. nothing better than starting off your day with something that's just so like meaty and healthy and just like homemade. Oh, so good. Do you get it like all like the gristle and the you know the combination of beef with all the random stuff in there no i usually get the the rare beef so the ones where they like Ah, just really thinly slice and it cooks in your like boiling hot soup oh so good that's pretty good does sound very nice that's pretty nice. Mm. I like it. I like it. Food of champions. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, so apart from a migraine, um, <laughs> I've been doing a bit of um, life admin. Ooh. <gasps> That's good so good. Well you. done. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Because uh, I realized on my, like, uh, I was bored one day. And so on my Facebook <laughs> thing, I really, like, I had, like, all these friends, like, 500 or whatever. And I'm like, I do not talk to any one of these people. So I just went on a fucking cull. And I don't mean like, just like, oh, I call this, I call, I, like, I'm down to 150. Brutal. And I reckon I could go further <laughs> if I really wanted to. And I kind of do. I want to almost get it down to just one person. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of pressure. Who would be your one person? <laughs> Everyone's oh, with the game. Travis, uh, if you're listening, you know who you are and I love you so much and you're an amazing human <laughs> being. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've got it, kind of got that down. And then I started realizing there's like a lot of people that like I haven't spent, like people like I, I would consider very good friends that I hadn't talk to in like years and so it came to that point where i was just like either unfriend or i'm like actually no do i reach out and have a you know conversation and try and catch up wow um some people i was like no whatever unfriend (laughs) but other people i was like actually no i I haven't spoken to these people in like so so many years or like a year or whatever i'm like no i'm actually gonna try and make a conscious effort to to reach out because it's like as you grow older you realize like the people you were friends with in high school like you just don't see anymore and like people that you sort of friends with uni same again <coughs> so I was trying to make a conscious effort to be like actually no you know because I kind of you know am my own boss and run my own company I kind of do sacrifice a lot of those um, personal relationships I'm like no I'm gonna try and reach out and and um, 
you know, catch up with some people. So I was doing that, and so I've sort of reached out to some people, and I'm like, hey, let's catch up, and I've, I have done so, and it was really kind of a lovely what? time to That's kind amazing. of catch up with some people that I haven't seen for a long, long time. Yeah. It's really good to do to maintain friendships. I realized recently that I'd been sort of a bit lax in it because I made all these, like, lovely friends at where I work, uh, except I live so far away from my work. Every time I was invited out to anything social, I would like flake because I'm like, oh, do I really want to spend like all this time or money getting home? And then after the fourth birthday I didn't show up for, I was like, I'm a terrible friend. I'm like not making an effort for these people. So the last like two weeks I've been trying to say yes to everything that anyone invites me to. (laughs) It's been amazing. I've had a very, very social couple of weeks. One night it was so hard to get home, I just didn't get home and just had to crash at someone's house because the trains were cancelled. But besides that, it's been a really rewarding experience. And I realised, like you, I need to start reaching out to people I haven't seen for ages because I just haven't been seeing anybody. Well, exactly, because you can go for so long. And it's it's almost like ghosting a friend. (laughs) But you Mm. you end up just, just not talking to each other. And it's just like, fuck, we spent so many, like you know, days of our lives together. And, like, you know, those, especially, like, for high school stuff, it's, like, those formative years mm. that, like, you know, we were such, you know, a tight-knit group that I'm just like, oh, well, unfriend. <laughs> okay, that's <laughs> no, no, that was the direction you were going with that. Yeah, that was surprising. <laughs> or, hey, you know, we haven't spoken for fucking Was there anyone, like, did it feel weird reaching it, out and being like, hey? It, it did for me. No one was weird about it. It felt weird initially for me. Yeah. Uh, and... Even going through, like, all these people and being like, unfriend, 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 it felt weird for me. Because I'm just like, ah, there's that awkward thing because, you know, what if they notice and then they're going to talk to me? Ah, shit. But then people just like, if they do, just be like, we haven't spoken in X many years. Do you care? Yeah. And just be really um, upfront and blunt about it, which I'm a big fan of being. Um, It's better. As long as you're not rude, which you wouldn't be, but it's... (laughs) (laughs) I've spoken to multiple people who say they they unfriend um, based on birthdays. So on the day it says this and this person's birthday, and they'll be like, ah, oh, they'll remember, oh, I'm not friends with them anymore, and unfriend them. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. probably the best day to check how your friendship is going on your yeah. birthday, have a look, because yeah. you probably lose friends on your birthday. Yeah, that's, that's a good technique yeah. to go like every every sort of year, just keep unfriending people on their yeah. birthdays, and you'll kind of like. Yeah. Because um, I'd be scrolling through and like even like a lot of like the Facebook stuff and just kind of like scrubbing a lot of the content and a lot of like the posts and like stuff that I was doing like five years ago. I'm like, why did I link to that? No one cares. Why am I? Th- no oh, this one guy's cares. Cleaning up his history. I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying it now because I'm kind of happy where it's at. You don't want to get uh, what's then <laughs> the of, uh, Guns of Galaxy. Oh yeah, yeah, James, James Gunn. Gunn. Yeah. I don't want to get that. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's just kind of like you're going through and, and, and I started like Facebook and social media quite late. Like I never did the MySpace thing and I started Facebook well and truly into my like um, sort of when I was at university. So I kind of skipped a lot of that kind of early stuff. But like I'm so thankful that I did not have Facebook when I was in high school. Like so fucking <laughs> thankful. I cannot imagine the shit that you'll see if you go back to like early stuff. I see Ruby is making a very good face there. <laughs> but like it's just incredible. And you go through and you realize it's like you're either yelling into the void or you're just chucking out like links to like articles that you barely remember reading and that no one bothers reading anyway. And now uh, you have a job where you professionally <coughs> yell into the void. I sure do. <laughs> now the void has a microphone. Yeah, that's good. Well, it's just sort of, it was a nice little um, wake up call to be like, ah, oh, it's just, it's a nice way of putting me in my place in the universe which is nothing 
It's like on, cool. on elaborate. Uh, what? <laughs> what like, did you just say? <laughs> it's kind of like realizing just how insignificant you are as a human being. This guy's gone into the machine in Hitchhiker's Guide. Yeah, basically, right. like you know, you you go into that machine and you realize that you are a very very. T- did anyone? Okay, anyone know about uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? Yep. Yeah. Anyone? You know the the, the machine that um, Zaphoid goes into and, and realizes he's the most important person in the universe. Yes. The whole the machine, all it does is show you how small you are in comparison <laughs> to the universe. Everyone goes insane apart from Zaphod because it's designed to make him realize he's the most important person in the universe. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So it's this kind of thing. <laughs> You're like, like, oh, good on him. Yeah. Yes. You are so nice. <laughs> <laughs> good on that fictional character. Feeling great. I like listen to the audiobook and watch the movie. So like, you know, did the least amount you can participate in a, in a work of literature, but I don't remember those. So good on me. Let's keep going. Um, so yeah, so this machine, yeah, put it, it kind of like shows you where you are, your place in the universe, and most everyone, in fact, except for Zapoid, um, because it's all about a VR replicator or something. Yeah, that. it's to get him to go towards the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, we're all just kind of nothing. And so it's, it's nice to kind of know that and say, like, you know, within maybe one generation of my death, <clears throat> and no one will remember me. You That's kind of sweet. Are you saying that just because you looked at the opinions you had and how meaningless they were? Basically, yeah. Is that why? <laughs> so I mean, you're just indicting your younger self? It's a conclusion that I've come to, like, you know, well and truly, like, you know, earlier in my life. But it's also kind of reaffirming that it's just kind of like, yeah, it's every everything is very insignificant. Just because, like, the stuff you thought was important. Yeah, kind matter. of stuff. And there's, there's no one cares. Is it comforting to you to know that? It is, weirdly. <laughs> Like, I think it's is, is, is that an odd thing no no to have I think it's one of those things where you realize sort of how much impact you can have on the world and mm. the way you'll be remembered and stuff I know for some people that can be really upsetting to if but that sort of depends on where your values lie I think it's one of those things for me personally if I think about that it is comforting because it'll usually come at a time where I'm like really embarrassed or mm. it's like oh no what if mm. I do this thing it's going to you know, affect the people around me or do this or do that. And it's like, well, you know what? If you make a mistake, that's okay. In in all honesty, people won't notice. And the people who don't notice, if they love you, they'll be fine with it. So, <laughs> yeah. See, to me, it's just a matter of like kind of like, you know, you, you find your sort of place in the world. And it's like, really, it's just about looking after you and your own. Yeah. Because like, because <laughs> otherwise, it's like, eh. we start with the supervillain talk. We're getting back there again. <laughs> I, I look at sort of the current, you know, climate of the world now. Everyone is like, especially nowadays, it's, everything's very, very political, and everyone really gives a shit about like a lot of politics and who's in charge. But it's like in a hundred years, he's gonna. Get, does anyone remember really like six presidents ago? No. I mean, that's history, and a lot of people dedicate their lives to studying it so we don't repeat the same mistakes. I do think it's really, really important to do that. Oh, 100%. But, like, you know, the the, the trials and tribulations, really, the grand scheme of things. <sighs> okay. There's I, so much to I gently here. disagree. <laughs> I, I do think, too. Yeah. I think it's really important to. Maybe I'm just a defeatist. <laughs> well, I you think, say I... that from a position of comfort as well. Like you're looking, and even the, when you're looking back mm. on the dumb opinions you had, yeah. did you tell me during that phase when you're looking at those dumb opinions? At the same time, maybe you saw some comments from friends or things someone else has said, or you making connections with people. Where you're like, ah, oh, like as in, because I do. Yeah, everything's meaning obviously, but at the same time, the connections you have with people, and those yeah. things, and like the memories you got there, like the photos you would have seen surely of something where you're like, ah, that idiot 10 years ago, I was still friends with him then or whatever. Like as in, it's not all just this unremitting <laughs> void of nothingness. Like that's misleading to claim that. Yeah, and I think- You would have the, seen those memories. Like the idea of being like, oh, it's all meaningless. That just gets, to, that means 
that you get to create your own meaning from it yeah. and you get to choose what you value and stuff being like, okay, there's no rule book about what should be valued and what's important. So I get to pick. And I, I like that way of thinking because you get to really focus on what's important to you and make your life something that you really want it to be. But And it's all genetic anyway. So. Mm. <laughs> I also think it's important to be looking outwardly yeah. to an extent. Like you should be uh, – I mean, I think one of the reasons, one of the great reasons why everyone is being so, I guess, politically aware these days is because – people are more like our community and our like wider sort of society is becoming more, you know, connectable, I guess. Yeah. Like we're, we're able to like reach out and connect to far parts of the world and different cultures and different mm-hmm. that we never could before. So it's really important that we engage with that because it's the first time in history we've been able to do it mm-hmm. and we should care about about other people and we should just not only just look at our own and look after our own but <laughs> look after society. Oh, I'm not yeah, saying not to. I'm just saying at the end of the day, really, it's like, eh, what impact can I have? <laughs> I, no, I, I also gently disagree with that because um, definitely not my own thinking. I think it was a tweet or something, but it was like um, people- <laughs> Or a meme again. Pardon? <laughs> or a meme again. Oh, we hope not. Um, it's that thing of if you look, if people, when they consider going back in time, are really worried about changing one thing and affecting the future, but no one has the same thought about that now. So no one thinks that what they do in the present can affect the future, even though that's exactly how it works and Ah. doing things makes a change. Um, I think it is really wonderful and there's a nice thing about social media. I know there's all the issues with, you know, media control and being in your own echo chamber and things like that, but because of all the social media and because everyone is so interconnected, even though there are biases upon it, everyone gets to create the kind of, I don't know, constructs that they want to have. I remember years ago there was this... I think it was in a high school. I wish I could remember the facts, but pretty much um, a teacher at this school had been like, hey, selfies, this is when they first came out and people started shitting on them. Um, It's like, hang on, selfies are really beautiful because instead of being like only having sources that you pay for, like television, magazines, things like that, people are being able to create their own images, create their own content, and then create a new image of what beauty standards are. And I know this is like, different to politics (laughs) but just the idea that we are able to through our own content creation and it's free to do and anyone can do it and anyone can look at it we are able to create you know almost like maps of what we want the world to be and things that we think are really important and it's so easy to um, retweet someone else's thoughts and stuff while still you know citing the source and we get to create this whole big environment of our ideals and our values and create new spaces for people who might not have had those spaces before and i think that's so wonderful and it's such a lovely feat of social media you know despite all of its biases and you know popularity contents and whatever we get to pick who's popular and we get to pick what we like now sort of a thing and i really like that and i think it is really important to have a really wide view of political stances and the things we want to change in the world and see what other people are doing. And I think it's good to follow people that you wouldn't usually follow to see what other people really do think. And the echo chamber problem is huge and it's very, very (laughs) upsetting. I know for me, as you probably all do, pretty sort of generally like accepting 
Mm-hmm. friends and wanting to promote more rights for all humans and then going into <laughs> comment sections where people do not believe those things you want to cry yeah it's it's a nightmare it's just, a nightmare just don't read the comment section oh it's heartbreaking uh, it's, it is so shocking it's like that... watching a car crash though you kind of want to read the comment section sometimes i go on things just to read the comment sections because i'm true. like i know it's going to be just a cesspool yeah gosh, yeah. gosh oh, it's awful i just think you should never engage with the cesspool because i think oh. it's such a a small minority of people with those cesspool opinions <laughs> like to just project them as much as they can, and the more you engage with them, the more you're legitimizing them. Yeah, just never, like never engage with the cesspool. Anonymously yeah, don't read it. Need the cesspool, sh- but never yeah. engage with the cesspool. <laughs> you just don't need that shit in your life, that negativity. But I think you're right in that it's great that that we are living in an age where people like have a platform, and people who mm. traditionally never had a voice now mm. do have a voice, and I think that's enough to warrant optimism in life. I'm just like, I, I like to clarify, classify myself. a golden myself throne saying everything's as meaningless. Posh, posh God. Uh, as, a, as, a, as more of an optimistic nihilist is what I kind of view yeah. myself as. Like, I, there's optimism there. It's just yeah. a, like, in, as an individual level, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, but even if you think that mm. your contribution is significant, not everybody who listens to you will have the same opinion. They, they might think that. what you're saying is making an impact on their lives. And also, um, <laughs> just because some of us will lead insignificant lives doesn't mean that all lives are inherently insignificant within the sort of scope of the universe. There's lots of people who are making amazing changes. Yeah, you affect every person you meet. It's, do, you, do you, like, ever have siblings or friends who do that thing where they're like, do you want me to change your life forever? And you're like, yeah, and they, like, hit you. They're like, I just changed your life <laughs> no. forever. Oh, no. What? No. What? What? This isn't like a universal thing that everyone experiences? (laughs) What? What? You guys didn't have that? Well, it's pretty much there's the thing. Please don't hit anyone. But it's like, do you want me to change your life forever? And my brother would hit me and be like, change your life forever. Um, it's kind of deep in a way, I guess. It is, I because like I'm telling you about complex. it now. He changed my life forever. Yeah. He wasn't wrong. As soon Never as trust it happened, anyone. I was like, he's not wrong. Um, maybe he didn't hit me. Maybe he just waved his hand in front of my face. But that, what? The, mo- <laughs> the moment certainly had an impact, even if it wasn't physical. Like Please don't hit the people history. you love. Like revisionist I'm history over sure, here. I'm pretty sure he hit me. I just don't want him to listen. Oh, he won't listen to it. That's fine. Hey, Hayden. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, every person you meet, you will have an effect on them, mm. whether it gets lost in brain abyss or whether it doesn't. Mm. So I think it is worth trying to be the best you can and trying yeah. to have a really positive effect. And you probably had an amazing effect on all those friends that you individually contacted because they're people probably like, I love it when people who I haven't seen for ages just randomly contact me. Oh. kind of momentarily makes me feel guilty that I wasn't the one who instigated <laughs> the contact. But it is really nice to think that <laughs> somebody wants to rekindle something that once upon a time meant a lot to both of you. Yeah, and I think you've got a different idea. I think the thing is you've got a really different idea to what Ruby and I think is significant. So <laughs> Potentially, yes. So I'm guessing you're talking about in the future and a legacy, what's going to be significant. But I yeah. I count significant as having an effect on the world around you and Im- having an impact on other people's lives. Yeah. And, and I think everyone's significant. I think everyone oh, yes. has the ability to brighten someone's day. And like, mm. if you think about a time where you just felt awful and then someone mm. made you smile, it's the best thing in the world. And any, any person can do that or but- have... Even being a part of this, like what you're doing right now is yeah. significant because like the the shape of media and communications is changing and 
you are a product of that and you're adding to that in a sort of wider community sense. True again. Like I was thinking, it sounds like he was just fishing for compliments. (laughs) No, I I was just thinking about it the other day. Like I used to listen to the radio all the time as Mm. a kid. I was like a big radio fan. Um, And then I, when I got older, I didn't because ha- I don't have a car. I don't mm. really listen to the radio anymore. But I have like streaming services like Spotify, and I listen to like an unhealthy amount of podcasts. And they're so superior to radio. I'm sorry if anyone wants to give me a job in radio, that'd also be really great. But anyway, <laughs> they're so superior to radio because you get to choose the content that you want to listen to, yeah, and you can t- listen to it whenever you want. Oh yeah, on demand is great. So amazing. And it's going to forever change how we consume media because they're so popular now and there's so many people doing There's so much stuff out there to listen to. It's great. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I got into like a little bit of a, I don't know, a depression spiral. You got like into a nihilistic a spiral. A but it's kind of like I was thinking, like, say, for example, like I know comedians and comedy, it's, a, it's a, one of those weird things that it, it ages poorly. Uh, unfortunately, it <laughs> what does. What do you mean? <laughs> you I have to listen to my vaudeville album all the time. <laughs> you haven't heard my... I'm going to stop there. It's <laughs> <laughs> one of those things that, unfortunately, you know, comedy especially, like, you know, doesn't age. I was thinking, like, you know, in terms of, like, you know, big comedians that have influenced my life or I looked at to as heroes and that kind of thing. And I was like, I kind of fell upon, you know, Robin Williams and, like, he was a really big influencer and someone I admired and all that um, sort of growing up. And I'm just like, I have never seen like a, an episode of Mork and Mindy. I have never seen like a lot of his early stuff and I probably will never see that kind of stuff. And within maybe like two generations, is anyone really going to care about his comedy specials or anything like that? And it's just kind of what? like, I don't know. I just kind of got this weird sort of. This guy wants to be remembered forever. <laughs> the the audacity. <laughs> it's kind of, it's kind of this thing of like, you know, what are we what are we all doing? What are we doing around here? What are we what are we what's the point of it all? I, I but know. I think what's it, the point of anything you're right in that it doesn't uh, migraine got to me. Yeah. It doesn't age but it evolves and that's what's really important because there are there are elements of comedy that have always acted as the foundation. Mm-hmm. Um and like if you have a look at like movies today, uh mm. a lot of them are based on on silent films, which was based on vaudeville and <coughs> back and back it goes, which was, you know. And so it's it's not that it, no, those yeah, things aren't important. there is that kind of history of shit. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, Star Wars is based on like the kind of, you know, um, Flash Gordon. Flash Gordon kind of things and now everything is based on yeah. And by so the way, Robert Williams it. at the Roxy is absolutely, it's on yeah. YouTube, 1978, I think it is. It's freaking hilarious. You should really watch it. But it's rather really funny. than comedy expiring it's not like it's got an expiration date it's someone will listen to that or watch something or whatever and they'll take inspiration and they make it better mm-hmm. and they make it more suited for the society of the time and that's just how comedy works but it's not me is that what you're <laughs> saying Jonathan? No. <laughs> not at all uh, i don't even know what i'm really saying i don't know really dark <laughs> you're part of a tapestry like you're part of something that's going to continue on doesn't mm. matter whether you've got like a big chunk of it or you're just a thread like yeah i've heard that, that like it's like the great conversation that's going on forever and you just get to have like your little input to it so yeah. you might not be remembered but your input on that conversation might be that's something kind of yeah you like affect that's one way of you affect it yeah which if we're talking about comedy yeah that's one that you could say yeah that's yeah. it's like philosophy that's what philosophy is like since the ancient greeks whatever has been like constant just this conversation going on between everyone over a really long period of time really complicated long boring conversation <laughs> but uh that's all everyone's doing right any input you have anything is like you might not be remembered for it but you might impact something 
I guess. Mm. But even if you didn't, who cares? Yes. Like my favorite book ever is Stoner by John Williams. Mm. And that is about a guy, like the first chapter, the first paragraph of that book is this is the story of William Stoner, a, a loser who was born in 1890 in Arkansas. He went on to become a failed literature lecturer at university. He never produced anything of worth. He never had any friends. And when he died, no one remembered him. And this is his story. That's the first paragraph of this book. And it's just about a loser. And it's my favorite book ever. Because okay. it's about how a life that feels insignificant or feels like it doesn't have anything. Maybe I need to still read. Still have something on the inside. <laughs> you know, it still means something to yourself. And there's still beauty in all these little moments. Yeah. Meaning is what you make it. And yeah. success is what you make it. And significance is what you make it. And, <laughs> you know, you get to the idea that there's no... You know, that nihilistic approach that there is no inherent meaning to life means you get to create it. So you have complete control over what's going to sort of be the markers of your own success and the markers of your own significance and what impact you have and how how you perceive that. Yeah. And, you know, if you take joy in the little things and every little thing you do is great and you get to help people, like, as I said before, thinking about the little things that people have done that have just made me so happy that it's it's a lot of small things. It's all it's all good. Every little step along the way, every person who votes and then a bill gets passed, things like that. That's all one little thing. We wouldn't have the Milky Way if it wasn't for all the little stars. <laughs> <laughs> you are just like a fucking ray of sunshine and hope and beauty in in, in my life, Catherine. I am I'm so happy to that know is you. So hilarious. <laughs> that is <laughs> ah, uh, How did it get so hallmark at the end of that? Uh, <laughs> that was, I'm questioning the rest after that. <laughs> we can just like delete the rest of this episode and just have Cass saying that. <laughs> I think there's so much to be excited about and so much to be happy about. And equally, there's a lot to feel terrible about. Um, if you if you make the choice to help with the terrible things and still enjoy all the good things, mm. it doesn't make the bad stuff go away, but there's so much to be happy about. Yeah. I hope I don't come Is across it- as like super <laughs> depressed, right? <laughs> no. I'm like, you had a migraine, you had a migraine, <laughs> you went on a spiral and then you had a migraine. That is... <laughs> we'll be there. <laughs> Without the migraines, it's worse. Um, anyway, so how's everyone's goals going for the week, by the way? I failed. Yeah. So um, I was thinking today, so mine was to rock up five minutes early to everything. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about this morning. I was like, I haven't even gone anywhere this week. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, and then That's I remember, a win. Yeah. That's win a win, by baby. Default. Yeah. No, no, it's not. So I had like um, I, rocked, <laughs> I rocked up to my volleyball on time, mm-hmm. 10 minutes early, even though everyone else gets there a lot early, but I was still early. <laughs> and um, so that counts. And I rocked up here 15 minutes late today, mm-hmm. so that was good. I think I messaged Zamet because came, I came over earlier for um, doing other stuff, and then I texted you being like, ah, I'm leaving now, I failed my goal. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, the other thing I went to, gosh, I need to get out of the house more, is, um, <laughs> yep, it was like um, my friend things. and I were going to a show and I wasn't ready in time, so that counts. I was not ready. So I'm going to have the same goal because I think, I think I've realized what I do. For whatever reason, I put off having a shower because I can never be bothered. But that means I put off getting ready, put off having a shower until I need to because I need to go, and then I keep putting it off. So by the time I have a shower, 
I know I know I do the thing where I mentally prepare enough time as in the shortest time it's taken me to do something which never works out but I always genuinely believe it at the time like 20 minutes that's enough time it never is but at the time I'm like well showers don't take that long so get it out in 30 seconds yeah right you just gotta Duh. wet your body and let it air dry Duh. on the way yeah so my um my goal for this week is to continue to try to be early but more specifically it's to have a shower when I wake up <laughs> because if I am up and dressed and ready how could I be late right no you think fair. so <laughs> But that is definitely a step in the right direction. Yeah. How how do you guys go? I, but like I I used to be late to everything, and then it started doing my head in so much that I started getting like anxious a lot when I started being mm. like even a little bit late. It started like killing me. So I started like really started breaking down exactly like yeah. measuring how long things take. And every time it failed and started being my attitude switched to being like okay. I didn't get this measurement correct, so I can learn from next time. Okay, so I actually need 15 minutes there. I need 20 minutes, and I really start like segmenting it out a bit more. And I'm still sort of late. A lot of the time, but like I kind of treat it as almost like didn't get it this time, but I'm working to get it next time. I'm going to take all of your attitude on board. That sounds really good. But you actually have to do it though. You have oh, to try and yeah. Now, now that I'm it. identifying what's doing this, <laughs> That's it. if you just think about it, then you're doing it right already. Like it's half, literally half the battle is like just remembering that you're yeah. trying to do this. Yeah, I think I must have forgotten a couple of times. I was That's like, what, oh yeah. dang, hang on. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, George. How did your goal go? Come cool. on. Uh, good. Mm. Boom, boom. Yes, I cooked one more dish and recooked two old dishes to keep the uh, skill alive. And they, were, and they were okay. Yeah. The older <laughs> dishes were really good, actually. So hey. I'm learning. I'm and I've uh, uh, I've almost got s- some smells down. I knew know what cumin is now. Oh, Did I mention nice. that last week? Yeah, that's an exciting one. I'm oh. big fan. Um, and the other one was uh, recording a video for something, which I did, but it wasn't good enough. So I'm going to redo it. So that's that's sort of doing it. Yeah, that's sort that of counts. Well, you that have counts. something to hand in if you absolutely need to. So yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah I guess you're but, not going to. Hand yeah, I'm not going to. Yeah, <laughs> it's not. A, it's not a school assignment. So I've got the time to change it. <laughs> the most important thing is: Are you enjoying cooking? Are you are you the liking cooking? it? Oh yeah, yeah, Yay! yeah. Still enjoying it, and I feel like I am appreciating things a little bit more. Go maybe. you. That's what I'm trying to do. Adulting, George. Ah, well, see, because I was, I had like, I don't know if I mentioned this before. I so growing up, I had a block nose my whole childhood. What? Because I had a, a busted, a deviated septum is the technical term for it. Mm-hmm. So up until I was 19, I was literally the kid who was like in every exam um, with snotty nose, like literally just all day, every day for my whole life, childhood growing up. So like oh, the one that everyone got annoyed at in exams because he was just blowing his nose constantly. That was me. Every, my whole school years was that. Okay. And then I went and got uh, this deviated septum thing done, which is like when they grind off the bone actually turns out as a bit on the side. So they go in, oh, they yeah. grind it down. And then be, you've got the turbinates, which are like ballasts in your nose, which like breathe. They, they go down yeah, and up yeah, to yeah. help you breathe. And because of the malformed septum, one of them was like a, a, like had grown, like to make up for the lack of air going in the other one. So they had to go in and like cut that with scissors and then <sighs> stitch it up internally. I bled from my nose for like four days. Cool. Oh, that's that's sick. <clears throat> it's sick, eh? It's gangster. So now the. I can breathe. Ah, it's amazing. Um, <laughs> took a long time because it took a, long, a lot of healing before I could even do that. Um, but I think because of that, I have a not good sense of smell and taste because they're very connected, the two. Yep. So I'm trying to get what little I can compared to everyone else because I don't smell as good as other people. So that's part of the rhymes on the cooking thing as well to try and You can put like extra an spices and stuff, yeah? Yeah, but I mean, then it just tastes like like I want to actually learn the subtlety of different flavors and stuff, which I've never 
never affected me, so I never cared. So I never would like bother trying to learn. So that's kind of that's connected to it as well, I guess. That's another reason. Mm. But yeah, that's why my deviated septum. It sounds like I got a nose job, but it didn't actually change how my nose looked, <laughs> unfortunately. Yes. Mm. I was kind of excited. I was like, ooh, am I going to have a different nose? How cool. That's yeah. so Hollywood. Just, no. Just but no, it's the same. Breathing better. Just, just bloody yeah. surviving easier. Yeah. But that was. Yes. So that's my. That was my. So I did things. Yeah. Well done. All done. Yay. Yes. That's so good. Okay, what do you want to do for next time? You want to keep at the cooking? And what do you? What do you? What do you? What do you go? Let's do. Ruby, what are you about you? What are your goals next week? While I think of mine. And did you do your goal? Uh, well, my goal to open a savings account failed because I haven't actually had time to go to the bank. Dang. Well, it sounds like you haven't actually had time. That's a thing In you have to go into the bank to do. But I did also <laughs> say that I was going to start cooking more meals, so I'd stop buying mm-hmm. food out, and I did that. So oh, I'm very well done. Proud. Except for the one day where I couldn't get home because I decided to go out for dinner because then I had to go crash at a friend's place and then didn't have the food that I cooked the night before, so I had to buy food, but about healthy food, so it's slightly better. That, that sounds, it sounds extremely like you did reasonable. everything you could with what you had. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so my, my goal is still I'm going to go open a savings account, but I'm also going to try and set up all my, like, utilities and get oh, yeah. internet uh, and all that All shit. that fun. It'll fun be like, yeah, you just sit and do it all, I reckon, just sit there and yeah. write the list and go through them. Mm. Yeah. It's not Enjoy. too bad once you start, I think. It's not it's too bad, but it's just, it's just yeah. arse sake. It's a day. It's yeah, a day. It's, it's a, a day. whole day. But the problem is this is my only day off now and it's too yeah. late to do it. Yeah. Um, and then my next day off uh, is the day I move. Ah. So, and it's all. Well, most <coughs> of our communication places are open most on the transit. The time. Like, yeah. yeah. On the transit, you could probably do it. Um, but uh, it's also the long weekend yeah. as well. So, oh, yes. places can oh, be yeah. close. So. Well, then. I guess that's the end of that. Just won't have electricity. That's fine. That's fine. Well, I think I did when I could move. I did do yoga and and then tried kind of incorporating that meditation. I I just don't think I'm good at. I kept, you know, the whole thing where you're meant to just kind of clear your mind. I just can't. I just kept being like, no, no, stop thinking of things. Think of nothing. Think of nothing. So I'm still... Still trying. I think I need to get one of them. Um... Well, if you're not good at it straight away, just give up immediately. Oh, That's how this thing works. Duh. I'm a, I'm a little special little boy. If I can't do it, then what's not the worth point? doing. Yeah. Um, so I think I gotta get one of those. Um, I know both you, George, and you, Cass, have recommended like a meditation app. Mm. Uh, and I think I need to really look into that to try and really delve into and try and actually clear my mind and really kind of take stock because I kind of really do need to kind of get that down pat. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, some some of the yoga things, the videos end. They do some pretty good shavasana sort of guiding yeah, meditation yeah, yeah. there. Yeah. You... I find guided meditations better for me. I yeah, know, the I ones to... where it's sort of like clear your mind. I remember when I was really stressed, I couldn't do them. Yeah. <laughs> just yes. it made me more stressed. Yes, and I'm realizing mm. when I have just like you know ten or fifteen minutes to set aside to like my own thoughts and nothing else. You do not move. I'm like, oh, I'm a stress boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, very very stressed. So yeah, I'm gonna try to focus in on that. Um, so, so concrete. You're gonna get one of these apps. Yes, I'll get one of these apps. Done, and you're gonna use it twice. Yes, I'll use it. I'll try and use it twice. Twice. I think that's a that's an easy goal. It's pretty easy. Yeah, I'll you can make, do it a lot do more it every single day. No, I'll no. Try and do it at least twice. Twice. Ten minutes. Twenty minutes. Let's go with um ten minutes. Ten minute guided ten meditation minutes. twice in yeah. the next week. Yes. Okay. Exactly. That yeah. sounds very doable. It sounds very doable. Yeah. And I want to try another little, little goal because I'm finding. Uh, um, like I'm, I, I'm, I, I need something to snack on. Like I'm finding, <laughs> like I'm just getting hungry, 
and then I have no self-control and suddenly I'm eating a halloumi burger I've ordered off Uber Eats at like 1am. And that's not good. So I need to kind of like look at trying healthy snacks. So if anyone has got any kind of like advice or any kind of like things just to have as healthy snacks, hit me up because I'm always kind of curious and eager to kind of have things around the house that I could just kind of munch on or just kind of graze because otherwise I will just become a gross version of myself and eat peanut butter um, out of the jar by a spoon. Um, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. What are you oh, there's a lot of things wrong with that. <laughs> uh, We're back um, to the Milo. There's, we, should have, we should have a snack making day because um, when I was younger, my mom and I made kale chips. Ooh. Oh, my God, they're so nice. Like when you make them properly, there was like a ring that we made properly and all the rest were disgusting. But <laughs> the ones that we made right – were delicious. It's like cayenne pepper, a bit of like you toss in oil. I think you have to like massage the leaves first because kale's like that. But um, it needs you sort to be of, pampered. Yeah, yeah. Um, you sort of dry them out in the oven a bit, and then okay. they just melt in your mouth. They're oh. so nice. And you okay. can make like zucchini chips. With, and I know you've got a julienne thing. I do. Yep. I don't know how to use it. Uh, you use it all the time. Do I? <laughs> We use it all the time. Do you not use it? Oh, the mandolin thing? Yes. I use it just to slice things very thinly. I don't know how to do like the, isn't Julianne the square thing? Oh, yeah, I got that wrong. No, the, just the just the thin okay. slices because you can make like zucchini chips as well. Sweet. Yes. Mm. Well, I'll, I would love to make some yes. Take me by the hand and let's make some snacks. <laughs> yes, I don't know how to do it, but we're going to learn We're going to learn together. together. Learning Yay. together, yeah. Learning's fun. <laughs> now, George. I guess my... Girl is so I fell off the wagon a little bit over the last couple of weeks. Just like because I got back from my holiday and I was a bit more psyched and trying to do everything mm-hmm. at once, and then obviously that falls <laughs> apart always. Um, but I guess the thing that I'm trying to do in terms of work stuff, so creative stuff, uh, get an agent. So I need to do stuff to get an agent because I'm trying to do that, which is something very specific to me and a lot of people won't be able to relate to. But one of the things you have to do is like get like videos done, like show release sort oh, of yeah. stuff. Oh, yeah. So let's say the goal is to record one or two things related to that. How's that? That's a Perfect. big goal. It's a big goal. That, that is a big goal, big goal to do. Oh, no, one no, thing. No. One thing's okay. One thing. Yeah. One thing at one. least mostly done. Yes. Okay. It's a good goal. Done. Tangible. Easy done. Done. Hells yeah. I can do that. Yeah. And on that note, I've been Joel. <laughs> I've been George. I've been Ruby. I've been Cass. And we're still fine. Thanks for listening. If you do need help, go get it. We're not qualified in any way, shape, or form. But if you want to help support us, just head to uh, sanspantsplus.com and give what you can and help support this happy little show. And if you want to stay in contact with us out of uh, the podcast realm, you can hit me up on Twitter. I'm at GoddammitZamit. I'm at the G Dimmer. I'm at Rubbly Plank. I'm at Jackson B. Bailey. I love you, Cass. <laughs> Joel Dusha does not. <laughs> <laughs>
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 